Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Dayton Tolbert Show. I'm your host, Dayton Tolbert. And, uh, you know, sometimes I take the summers off or, you know, several weeks or even a couple months out of the summer off. But um, there's just a lot going on that I wanted to, uh, you know, talk about today. Um, you know, I think at, at some point, you know what I mean, like I feel like somebody has to uh, start keeping it real. I mean, you look at uh, CNN, Fox News, NBC, you know, even social media, it's just a lot of um, BS, for lack of a better term, um, whether it's politics, whether it's, you know, uh, race relations. Um, it's just so much that is being spoon-fed to us, so much that we are being conditioned and even brainwashed into believing. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about Donald Trump today. Um, I want to talk a, a lot about uh, race relations you know, just, just what we're seeing from, from our community, what we're being led to believe about, um, you know, about just our community and things pertaining to, you know, to us. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the government. Um, you know, but like I said, there's a lot. But in addition to that, you know, I see on social media, um, you know, a lot of um, behavior that is, in my opinion, I, and I, I find myself to be in the minority of this in, in many cases, but there's a lot of behavior that is becoming more and more popular, that, but it's really having a negative and adverse effect on our people, specifically our youth. You know, the, and what I'm talking about is I want to talk today about some sex groups. I want to talk about so, secret social media sex groups. Now, we all know, you know what I mean, what, what, what I'm talking about. Um, you know, and I'll get into it more later, but I want to just break it down. I want to talk about what's going on. I want to talk about what's being said, what's being seen, what people are doing, what people are pretending to not be doing. You know, can we talk about, you know, why can't, why, you know, why are we seeing such a dissolution of the black family? Um, you know, and I, I look around, you know, but no one talks like, when, you know, when the, when the reporters or when the magazines or the, 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 the television specials, they, they want to ask that question. No one's talking about the the secret sex groups. No one's talking about the DMs, the inboxes, the ne- uh, naked pictures being sent, cell phone porn, all types of stuff. And I'm not, you know, I'm not here to judge. I'm just here to talk about it, you know, because one of the things that we have to do, in my opinion, you know, being a father, being a husband, 
you know, just being someone who cares about our community, you know, everyone wants to talk about Black Lives Matter and, and, and you know, we always are want to be victimized or play the victim role, but what happens to or what has happened to policing our own, our, ourselves, you know, because a lot it's even gotten to the point where we're not even looking at pulling these young women to the side and say, hey, look, sweetheart, you know, put some clothes on her. Yeah, you know, hey, my man, yo, chill, you know what I mean? She's only 15 years old or you're 50 years old. What do you need with a 19-year-old or, you know what I mean? Something like that. What, you know, at what point do we, does someone, you know, stand up and speak out against what's right? And so that's what I want to do a little bit uh, today. And uh, so, yeah, I guess I got a lot to talk about, so I'll jump right into it. Uh, today's show brought to you by Talbot Relationship Counseling, TRC Auto Sales, as well as my new book, Redefining Greatness, The Virtuous Woman's Guide to Love. I, so, like I said, I'm going to talk about, you know, the, the sex groups. I mean, I'll get to that, but, you know, you, you can't log on to social media. Um, you can't turn on the television without at least once hearing the name Donald Trump. You know, and I haven't I haven't done a live show, uh, I think, since before uh, July 4th. So, you know, one of the things I said on social media around that time was I said, you know, instead of complaining, you know, about Donald Trump, about America, how about we be thankful for the many blessings that we have that many others don't? You know, I mean, how about that? You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we look around at these, you know, the irony is that we look at places like Mexico and, you know, my last live show was actually discussing um, the whole separating uh, kids from their families at the border and just my thoughts on that. But we look at those countries where people are coming here, trying to come here um, illegally, sometimes legally, you know, to, for a better life. But we, we see that and we will complain about that and even protest that. But then, but yet, it's not translating to, wow, that's where they're coming from. This is where I'm at. Let me not complain. Let me actually be thankful. You know what I mean? Like, we'll see the, the shootings. We'll see what's going on in all these other places. Yet, we will still complain about our own circumstances, not even realizing and acknowledging that they are countless times better. So that's one of the things I wanted to say about the holiday. I mean, you know, I'm not one of those people that, you know, Easter, Fourth of July, Columbus Day, just looks for reasons to be negative and, oh, you shouldn't be celebrating Christmas and you shouldn't be doing I'm, that's I'm not that guy. You know what I mean? Some things I celebrate, some things I don't. I don't care what you celebrate, what you don't. You feel how you feel. You know, that's, that's fine. I'm not going to tell people don't celebrate this. But just be thankful. You know what I mean? You don't have to. You, you may not. You, you may not. Here's the, cause the thing about certain people, is, as you, you guys know, many people are just negative, and they look for reasons to complain. They'll look for reasons, not just to complain, but to try to bring you down. So somebody can't just not celebrate Christmas, right? Somebody can't just not celebrate Thanksgiving. They don't just keep that. They want you to not celebrate Christmas. They want you to not celebrate Thanksgiving. It's like, whoa. You know what I mean? Like, you, you chill. I'm gonna have some turkey. Yeah, I know what it's about. I know what, where the, you know, what I mean, what it originates from. So I get all that, but I'm still gonna have this turkey. You know what I mean? And that's fine. I'm not gonna tell somebody else how to celebrate. You know, one of the things I said also is is complaining to social media 
<laughs> about how racist and corrupt this system is won't make the system any less racist and corrupt. I mean, at some point, you know, like, you know, if you got, you know, a thousand friends and you got, or maybe you got 500 friends or however many friends you got or followers you have, you know what I'm saying? We'll probably all feel the same way you do or, you know, that's not going to do anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Period. That's not going to do anything. Like you updating your, like when you wake up at seven o'clock in the morning, and update your status about what Donald Trump did or didn't do? Do you think he sees that? Do you think that's going to do anything? The reality is people are so caught up in trying to be popular. Nobody really cares what's going on out there. I mean, you guys realize that, right? You know what I mean? Like At some point, we got to start acknowledging the BS. Nobody really cares what's going on. I'm not saying nobody, but mo- the vast majority of people aren't really commenting and posting because they care about what's going on. They care about the reactions to their reactions to what's going on. You know what I mean? That's really what it is. They want the likes. They want the feedback. They want the comments. People want to be social media superstars out here. And, and, the, and the fastest way to do that nowadays is through, is through really through Donald Trump or, you know, or taking whatever issue it is at, the, at that, that week and, and posting about it. And it's really, it's, you know, if, if my business, you know, and everything that you guys have known me to do over the years, if so much of it wasn't based on social media and based on the Internet in general, I would really just withdraw because it's really – you know, it, it's becoming like sometimes you'll see me not post. Like I just won't. I sometimes just have. Sometimes I have a lot to say, like today. But other days I just don't have anything to say. I just can't stand to see so much foolishness. You know, so I just log off and you know live my my regular life. You know what I'm saying? My, because what people need to understand is social media is not real. You guys understand that social media is fake. It's like this fake universe. You know, where people can be who they want to be, you know, live these alternate lives, which kind of leads me to what I want to talk about with these, these, these groups, these secret social media sex groups. But whether it's sex, whether it's race relations, you know, politics, even sports, whatever you're passionate about, you can kind of be that person at whatever level you want to be it at on social media. And it's all fake. It's not real. You know? Like, for example, we have, like, this, this is where the, there's so much hypocrisy. You know, you, you know, you see people talking about Colin Kaepernick and, you know, the NFL and, you know, this and that. We should be boycotting. And now the NFL is making us or making the players actually come out to the field. And if they don't want to come to the field, they can stay in the back. And everyone's pissed off about that or, or you know, posting about being pissed. Cause nobody really cares. You know what I mean? We proved that during the Super Bowl, right? I mean, you know, no one didn't watch the Super Bowl. So all that, you know, uh, boycotting in the NFL, it's all fake. It's all BS. It's all for social media. It's all for likes. So the reality is, this, and here's how you know it's uh, hypocrisy. I said online, I said, FYI, if you're taking knees and boycotting the NFL, et cetera, there's literally no reason in the world to be, quote, unquote, celebrating July 4th. I mean, really, is, I mean, you know, is there really a reason if we're talking about a holiday that celebrates freedom, you know, that was, you know, instituted 
you know, during a time when we really weren't even free, you know what I mean, when we were being oppressed, and, you know, we're still being oppressed, but, you know, obviously even more so then, what the heck are people really celebrating? You see, I mean, we got people dressing up in stars and stripes and, you know, all, you know, going to the cookouts and the block parties and, you know, fireworks. And I'm, you know, I did it too. I'm not one of those people, person out here talking about we need to boycott this and boycott that because of this country, because of the injustices in this country. <laughs> but then on July 4th, you're like doing nothing other than celebrating this country. I mean, if, if that's not hypocritical, somebody please let me know. If that's not backwards, if that's not an obvious and direct contradiction, please let me know. Because everything that I know tells me it absolutely is. Right? Like I said, we're, you know, people are so fired up or appear to be and want to be viewed as being fired up so badly, they ignore obvious uh, contradictions. For example, you know, we have everybody out here you know, this whole Russia thing. Don't get me started on Russia, guys. And you guys know my thoughts. It's all BS. It's all, it's, it's, it's literally BS. It's not, it's like, I mean, I can't even think of a, a proper term. I don't want to say fake news because even, even, even though it is, but that's like, it's, that term itself has become so cliche. But, you know, I mean, the catchphrase, the headline is, okay, Russia interfered with the elections. They influenced the elections. Like, what do you, I mean, if you, I, I watched this, though. A lot of people, most people didn't follow it step by step the way I did. That's why when I hear this, I'm like, wait, what are you talking about? The reality is, I don't know if it was Russia. I don't know if it was the CIA. I don't know if it's those, the AKs in the secret back room of the government. Somebody hacked into to, to to, to Hillary Clinton's emails, you know what I'm saying, Somebody, and as well as other people. Somebody let out personal and private information that revealed the corruption and criminal activity of Hillary Clinton as well as many others. That hidden information into, and it was made public for the world to see during the election. Now, I don't care who it was. I don't, I don't know if it was Russia. I don't know who did that. No, we will never know who did that. But the fact of the matter is, you know what I mean? That's like if your boyfriend is cheating on you, right, your husband is cheating on you, and your girlfriend finds out his password and hacks into his email, and, yo, here, girl, here's, here's, the, here's the messages. He's been texting her. He's been you know, emailing her. He's creeping with her. You're not going to care how you got the information. You just go, oh, my husband is cheating. My boyfriend is cheating. That nigga's a slime ball, right? And the reality is we should be happy that we have that information. You can't say, so-and-so, you, you messed up my, my marriage. Why did you give me that information? You messed up my marriage. You know what I'm saying? You, you influenced the, 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 the demise of my, my relationship. What which, which you mean? Your husband was the one cheating. Hillary Clinton was the one that was deleting emails and doing all types of other illegal activities that we now know about that we would not have otherwise known about. Where is the thank you? Yes, did that information create an environment that most likely made it easier for Donald Trump 
to to win the election? Yes, absolutely. So in, from that perspective, did it influence the election? Absolutely. But we have to talk about what's really going on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hillary Clinton is not the president because of her dishonesty, her lies, and her criminal activity. You can't be sub- federally subpoenaed to give certain documents and then say, you know what, shoot, let me shred this information before they get a hold of it. That's illegal. And I'm not, like I said, I'm not, I'm not a Hillary Clinton supporter. I'm not a Donald Trump supporter. I'm not into this po- political, you know, maze and rat race, this, you know, this hamster wheel that they got us running on. I'm not into that. But, you know, you gotta, we got to talk about what's really going on out here. And so the reality, here's the reality. The reality is that the United States has and always has had illegal and even treasonous alliances with foreign governments, right? You guys know that. I mean, whether it's Obama, whether it's Bush, whether it's Clinton you know, before, whether it's the CIA. I mean, how do you all think all these drugs even got in here? I mean, do people watch Narcos and, you know, things like that? Like, the government is not good. It's never been good. It's always been evil. It's always been corrupt. But yet, let CNN tell it. Let MSNBC tell it. Let these weirdos who are paid, you know, operatives designed to brainwash you into thinking a particular type of way, let them tell it. All of this started with Donald Trump. Oh, my gosh, he has ties with Russia. What the heck? Bush had ties with, with Osama bin Laden. Like, what y'all mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all, I mean, they really think of this stuff is it's so, like, it makes me laugh that, like, nobody says this stuff. Like, no one is even talking or even thinking like this. Did people watch Fahrenheit 9-11 when Michael Moore did the, the documentary on 9-11 when it showed all of our government ties with Middle Eastern countries? Like, we, you, and this, I'm not saying anything incorrect. You guys know that the United States historically has, you know, they fund terrorist activities. You know what I'm saying? Like secretly, like a lot of weapons that we produce and contracts that we have with, with people, they send those weapons to terrorists, and we will, you know, profit billions of dollars from those sales. You know what I'm saying? American soldiers and our allies are being killed with weapons sold by companies, you know what I'm saying, by companies that we have contracts with. It's all BS. We are a corrupt nation. Obama, it was corrupt when Obama was there. It's corrupt now. It's been corrupt way before. Uh, but, like, it's going to continue to be corrupt. Okay? I mean, at some point we have to, you know, you can't just wake up and focus on Donald Trump every single day of your life. You know, one of the things I said on social media, I said, if every move that Donald Trump makes is the most important or interesting thing that you have to talk about every day, then you are living a sad and miserable life. I mean, seriously, there's some. I mean, I can't. You know, I can't. Uh, like I guess I gotta log off sometimes because at some point you gotta enjoy your family. You gotta enjoy your kids. Like my daughter's birthday is coming up. I just had an eight-year anniversary. You know, I like to enjoy life. I'm not going to sit around and just focus on the negative, right? You know, let's talk about some other things. But, you know, like I said, forget that stuff, guys. I'm not going to say forget. I'm not going to say ignore it. But at some point, we have to stop focusing on it, right? We have to stop the, you know, the the media uh, manipulation, the brainwashing. 
right? One of the things I said, I mean, I saw online that you know uh, we, we lost a Supreme Court justice; he's retiring. Uh, Donald Trump has nominated a, a new Supreme Court. I'm, I don't, you know, what I'm saying like, that's, yes, that's important. Yes, that's going to have implications. That's going to have, you know, cause certain things to happen. You know, one of the things that I would like to do, and I would like us to do from a, a Christian standpoint, from a spiritual standpoint, is, you know, if possible, try not to focus on so much about, um, you know, the political side of things, but more so the spiritual. Right? I mean, I think if you look at, like, I just saw an article, you know, like, they're incorporating a lot of, like, transgender things. I just posted on my page, like, there's, like, this transgender person reading in a public library to these kids, and they're now incorporating a lot of that uh, information and that knowledge into the, the public school system, into public libraries. And, you know, that's only been made possible because of this liberal agenda. You know, so in my, you know, if, I'll be, I mean, I have no problem saying this. I, I am absolutely, I don't care if it's Donald Trump. I don't care if it's Marco Rubio. I don't care if it's uh, any of those guys. I would have rather had any of those Republicans uh, in office than um, any Democrat just because I know on a national level what that would mean for this major, major legislation that they're, like, just put trying to push and push and push, transgender stuff, Satanism, uh, you know what I'm saying? All that stuff is now being incorporated into it from a public standpoint. And so you really can't forget about that, you know what I'm saying, um, when you're thinking politically. When you're thinking politically, you need to also be thinking spiritually, you know? And, and so just keep that in mind as we see, um, you know, abortion stuff. You know, they're talking about maybe, you know, we may see some major revisions uh, on certain legislation surrounding abortion and women's rights that um, we probably would not see if we had, if the Supreme Court was majority. And so, and so I, from, and I said online, that's a good thing. You know, it's a good thing that we now, from a Christian standpoint, from a spiritual standpoint, it's a good thing that we would have a conservative person Versus, and that's just my thoughts. I mean, I would think that that would be, you know, that that thought would be shared if you are if you if you're trying to live life from a biblical standpoint. All right, you're not. I mean, the last thing I'll say about that is you're never going to have a perfect candidate. You're never going to have a perfect politician. All you can really do is take issues that you're passionate about and hope that. Whoever is in office, whether on a local level or national level, that that person serves what you're passionate about as much as possible. You're never going to get a hundred percent of things that you want politically, you know. So just think about it from that perspective. Things I found interesting, also, you know, this was a few weeks ago, but I haven't, like I said, I haven't got a chance to talk about it. But this is like the craziest thing I've ever seen. I was watching the news, and they were talking about entertainment stuff, and Jimmy Fallon was in the news, and he was having to apologize for for, for a, a, an interview that he did with Donald Trump while Donald Trump was campaigning. He, he was apologizing for that, for, for joking with Donald Trump. And, 
and I just was, and I'm still kind of in shock about that. I'm still, it's amazing the crazy stuff that you see. I mean, here we have Jimmy Fallon, who is a comedian, who is a a talk show host in entertainment, who who laughs and jokes with literally any and everybody he comes in contact with. Like that's who he is. That's what he does. Interview with Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon. It's not gonna. It's not Lester Holt. You know, it's Jimmy Fallon. You're going to be joking. So my thing is, why on earth would he be apologizing for joking on a on an entertainment show with with, with anyone, Don, whether it's Donald Trump, Barack Obama? Barack Obama got on the Tonight Show, you know, years ago, and, and what? Play, no, I'm sorry. Well, he got on there singing. He got on there and sang. Bill Clinton got on there and, and played the saxophone, like. At what point does – I mean, they're, yes, they're politicians. Yes, they're talking about uh, serious things, but it's a talk show. It's an entertainment show. There's, it's, and it's ridiculous that Jimmy Fallon will sit up there and laugh in Donald Trump's face, but then months later get on there and apologize for laughing and say, oh, I shouldn't have been joking with him. I should have been serious. Type of fake stuff that I can't stand. People will laugh in your face. They will shake your hand. But then they'll go behind your back and talk about you. It's it's disgusting. And I and I actually appreciate the fact that Donald Trump said this is what I said. He said, Jimmy Fallon, be a man. And that's what I that's what that's what I was thinking. Be a man, Jimmy Fallon. I'm a talk show host. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I, I laugh if I wanna laugh with you, I'm gonna laugh with you. If I have a problem with you, I'm gonna say I have a problem with you because I'm a man. I'm not gonna laugh with you and then go behind your back and then talk about it. like that's not being a man that's not having testicles that's not having a backbone jimmy fallon has no backbone you know what i mean be a man and you know hey no i did this i laughed with him in that moment we had a fun time no i don't agree with everything that he does but this is what i did and that's what it is you know we you ever see on social media these celebrities will say something, and they'll be like, oh, no, the tweet is now deleted, the Instagram post. Yo, why are y'all saying these things and then deleting it? Be a man. Be a woman. Like, admit what you did. Take take a stand. Y'all know me. I don't do that. But, you know, that's that's the world that we live in, you know? Well, that's what, so let's – and this is the funny thing is I see so much – Hatred. I see so much division. I've seen so many friendships. Um, I've seen so many families broken up specifically because of political views. Um, Listen, and I've said this many, many times on this show, but we all don't have to agree to agree on politics. We don't have to agree on spirituality. We don't. We only. Actually, the only thing we have to agree on is to treat each other with respect. That's really the common denominator that must be in effect. But, like, you it, you know, what if I told you that it's actually possible to be friends with someone or even in the, in the least be Facebook friends with someone but not necessarily agree on everything that you that person posts? Like, for example, I have certain people who – like, if I post a picture of my kids or if I post a, a major accomplishment, or if it's my anniversary or if it's my daughter or son's birthday, 
you know, they'll, hey, congratulations, or, hey, you know, thumbs up, or, you know, whatever. But if there's certain things that I say that they don't necessarily agree with, they probably won't say anything, or, you know, or whatever, may not like them. Listen, I'm perfectly fine with that. You know what I mean? Because we don't have to agree. If you say something that I don't agree with, I don't have to come on your page, and I'm not going to come on your page to debate you about it. I'm probably just going to ignore it. Because, but that doesn't mean I don't like you as a person. That doesn't mean if, if you do say something that I like or agree with that, you know what I'm saying, I, I, I may support that. But, like, and, it's, and that's okay. You know what I'm saying? But I've seen people, you know, fighting people. Like, for example, if, if, you, if you feel like this, Delete yourself off my page right now. I'm like, yo, relax. Like, it's not that, you know, it's not that serious. And what's funny is I said online that we're out here fighting each other, you know, in the streets, on social media. But the reality is that the real enemy is sitting up in the penthouse. The real enemy is sitting up in the back rooms, the ones that control social media. That's what people don't understand. Social media is being controlled. It's being fed to us. It's, we are being influenced. We are being manipulated. So, and there are people, the people behind the scenes pulling the strings, or as to what trends, what you know, what's trending now, what what is uh, goes viral, what videos do like that's all controlled. You know, if you really do some research on how this stuff works, you'll see it's all controlled. You know, and it's designed to push a particular agenda. And the, and the people that control that stuff are laughing because we are so divided. Think about it. And as crazy as Donald Trump is, as much stuff as he gives the media ammunition for, you still have to acknowledge the fact that we wouldn't hear about it if it wasn't so embellished upon by the media. Like, for example, there's certain stuff that Donald Trump could do and, and does do, did you know, but we never hear about it. You, you guys know, like, people act like, oh, everything Donald Trump does gets front page. No, it's not everything. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's definitely not everything. If it's something racial, you'll hear about it. If it's something sexual, you hear about it. If it's something, you know, a, a political or, 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 you know, international, even domestic blunder, we'll hear about it. You know, but if it's something, quote, unquote, positive, you know, we don't hear so much about it. You guys ever wonder why that is? It's like, oh, everything he does. What do you mean everything he does? You know what I mean? What's everything? The stuff that CNN tells you? You know what I mean? The stuff that you see on Access Hollywood? That's not, guess what? That's not everything. You know, really think about that. You know, and, and pry yourselves away from social media, from, you know, NBC nightly news. Because it's all, you know what I mean? It's all fake. Well, like for example, like this is more, you know, more hypocrisy. Uh, and, and real quick, I see some people on social media, uh, Facebook Live, and uh, you know, online listening. You know, I'm gonna get to the secret sex rooms because that's that's you know one of the things that I I really haven't talked a lot about over the years that I want to get into, especially with the, you know, the uh, increase in popularity of them. But what's interesting is that. You know, you see people, you know, talking about Kanye West, oh, he's a coon, or, you know, Steve Harvey for meeting with Trump, and, you know, he, he's a coon, or whatever the heck that means. Most people have no idea what that term even means. They use it totally in the wrong context. But one of the things that I found, and here's the irony, is that I said that the real coonery, the real buffoonery is seen and even celebrated 
at the BET Awards, which was a few weeks ago, right? I mean, we have people like the Migos, you know, get up there shucking and jiving, you know, rapping about, you know, cooking up coke, cocaine and crack, you know, other drugs and, you know, sipping on lean, toting guns. And, like, these are the things that are celebrated, right? There are things. See, a lot of people have no idea what a coon is. Like, a coon goes all the way back to the origins of television. And, you know, it's a stereotype, you know, it's used to, um, you know, demean us, you know, black buffoonery and things like that. It's designed to impress the white man, to make the white man laugh and things like that. Basically, us doing stupid things and, and going with the flow, going with their agenda so that they can be entertained and profit, even, even profit financially from us. So that's really what a coon is in a nutshell. So if you look around at the entertainment industry, the, the real coons are the people who are selling their own community out by, you know, talking about and glorifying guns, drugs, sex, violence, you know, debauchery, you know, um, for, for the white man to get rich off of as well as be entertained by. You know, and that's really all that BET Awards is and, and has always been. You know, black folk getting up there acting a fool, you know, and, and, and putting out images that are really destroying destroying our own people, our own youth, specifically the youth. You know, get up there smoking weed and sagging their pants, asses out. Those are the real coons because the, the, the goal is to impress the white man, to go along with their agenda for poisoning our community. You know, the stuff, I mean, we, we talk about Black Lives Matter, but how much do Black Lives Matter when we are the ones supporting stuff that's destroying our own community? Please someone explain that to me. How much can they really matter if the most popular artists and singers are the ones singing and rapping about sex, guns, drugs, and violence? Look at, but even look at this new wave. I'm going to talk about this a little bit later on as far as how, for women, how to avoid being targeted by men for sex. But watch this. It's, you know, you look at back in the day, Aretha Franklin, Anita Baker, uh, Whitney Houston, you know, so many people, you know, that, that, you know, were popular and very talented, but they still had a certain level of class. Uh, you know, they weren't out here showing, showing off their bodies and doing different things. The lyrics were, you know, R-E-S-P-E-C-T, like respect. You know what I'm saying? Like, seeing about respect, and you will respect me. You will not do this to me. And I won't. Like, even Toni Braxton back in the day, a lot of her songs were like, you know what I'm saying? Love should have brought your ass home last night. Like, I'm not going to tolerate your foolishness. But now this new generation of young women are in, are in entertainment singing about, what's this? Uh, what's the chick? SZA. Um, this other weird what, queen, Nadja, I heard this stupid song. It's like, whoa. If you, you're cheating on me, you're out here doing this, so I'm going to go and have sex with him. You're not the only one that can cheat. You're not the only one that can, can creep. Let me, what's the deal? I'm going to call up Tyrone and Ryan and Bobby and all these other dudes. I'm going to let him smash, and that's going to piss you off. So, wait, wait, so let me get this straight. You're going to make yourself a hoe in order to get back at me for being a hoe. What part of the game is that? What, like, how does that, how does making yourself a whore do anything to me? You, you feel what I'm saying? 
that's not. But again, that is the agenda. If you if you have see, and that's why I said the rich white man is sitting back watching. They're the ones giving these record contracts. They're the ones giving them the contract so they can sign their life away on the dotted line and pledge to help destroy the black community. Because what we have now is these young girls, instead of growing up and hearing music, singing about R-E-S-P-E-C-T, hey, respect my body, respect me, we have now these young girls saying, well, hey, I'm going to get naked for Tyrone. You want to act a fool? I'm going to get naked for the, this next guy. And that's, that's, that's horrible. There are six- and seven-year-old girls hearing this stuff. That, those are the real coons. The people that listen and love that music, SZA, and the, all these other weirdos running around out here, you can have them on the weekend. She was nominated. I don't know how many she was. She was nominated for, what, five or six Grammys? SZA I'm talking about. How are you nominated? I know Lauren Hill had the record for most Grammy wins, I think, at five. How do we put someone like SZA rapping a whole album about sex, a whole album about infidelity, about being a side piece, a jump off, a hoe? How do we put that person on the same level as we put people like Lauren Hill and Whitney Houston? How do we do that? That is the major problem in today's society is that we are elevating the, the the scammers, the rappers, the trappers, the gangbangers, you know, to that level where we should only we should have that reserved people like, you know, the the Dr. Kings of the world, you know, even the Lauren Hills of the world, who really and it's a whole another topic who stood on who stood up and said, you know what, hey, you know, I I see what's going on here. I'm not really down with selling my soul for all this stuff. I'm not really with the agenda. I'm not getting naked for for y'all. I'm not trying to continue, you know, operating in this, you know, this whole rat race, this Illuminati rat race y'all got every celebrity in. So I'm going to fall back. Okay, cool. You're going to fall back. You're going to write this letter to your fans exposing the industry. Cool. We're going to take all your music away. We're going to put you in jail for, quote, unquote, tax evasion. Right, and that's going to be that. We'll move on to the next artist. I mean, that's that's how it goes. You know, I'm not. That's really what happened. That's if you if you take a stand, then you're labeled as crazy. You know, uh, when you speak too much truth, when you go against the uh, the grain, we're going to put you in jail. We'll put you on some trumped up uh, rape charges like Bill Cosby. When you when you take for your own community, when you go outside of the agenda, that's what happens. So those are the real coons. Guys, you know what I mean? All that to say, those are the real people uh, who we should be protesting against. People are protesting against for Colin Kaepernick and let's boycott the NFL. But you know, at the end of the day, we need to, how y'all boycotting the NFL but won't boycott the BET Awards when they're talking about cooking crack at the BET? Like, what part of the game is that? You know, I said online that black folk we get more mad about everything except these children's test scores and reading levels. Got kid, grown, grown folk out here reading at 6th grade, 7th grade reading levels. Shoot, forget 6th and 7th grade. You know, my 6-year-old daughter can read better than some adults. And that's, that's a fact. You know, and I've seen it. 
And so that's what we really should be mad about. You know, I said online early, uh, last night, I said, listen, if, if, if your kids, you know, if your young boys are out here, you know, selling drugs, you know, pants sagging, scamming, smoking weed, running the streets all hours of the night, your daughter's sliding down the pole, showing ass, you know, rapping and singing about all types of stuff, you know, freak them dresses, ass cheeks out. You know, that is not, like, if that's what's going on, you you shouldn't be talking about Donald Trump or anything. You shouldn't be complaining about anything on social media. You, know, you shouldn't be talking about police. You shouldn't be talking about Donald Trump. You shouldn't be talking about the NFL. You need to clean up your house. I mean, I'm just being honest. At some point, you know, the BS has to stop. At some point, we got to start keeping it honest. We got to, somebody has, it might as well be me, but somebody has to actually say the things that are going on out here. All right. I mean, look at, we got Papa John's. You know, this guy, this is the craziest thing I've ever seen. So he calls black folk nigger. He uses the term nigger. So now he's resigned. Okay, great, as he should. Fine. But it's like, not only are we out here calling people niggers, but we're calling not you know niggers. We're calling crackers. We're calling jacks, spicks, wetbacks, making Jewish jokes, all types of stuff. But we get up in arms when, when you know with Papa John's or, or Dove soap or whoever else. But we're out here using the same racial slurs that the Papa John's dude did, and nobody says anything. Look at Hulk Hogan. Now watch this. I've watched the WWE my whole life. Literally watched it with my grandfather when I was five years old. Now I'm still watching it. You know, Hulk Hogan, I grew up most popular wrestler in the world. But, you know, a few, well, a few uh, years ago, he, uh, it was made known that he, you know, made some, ra- you know, called, talked about his daughter's boyfriend, you know, made, you know, reference to the term nigger about, you know, him and, so he was ostracized and kicked out of the WWE. I mean, they took him out the Hall of Fame. They, uh, you know, they, they basically erased any mention of Hulk Hogan from the WWE anywhere. But now, recently, from what I understand, he's been reinstated. His name, basically, is the first step. They, they added him back to the Hall of Fame. You know, his merchandise will now be uh, go back into circulation. And, you know, shortly, you know, probably a couple months, a couple years later, we will go back to seeing him making appearances with the WWE. So my question is, because we're so woke, right, everyone's so woke, you know, what are we going to do? Are we going to now boycott the WWE the same way we boycott the NFL because they are now taking a racist and incorporating him back into their whole you know, thing that they have going on. I'm just going to go with that. That question is absolutely rhetorical because the reality is we are not going to do a damn thing. That Oh, that's just the WWE. Yeah? And the thing about it is, you know, I mean, the reality is we are only passionate about things that CNN says we should be passionate about. And I'm saying we, but I really mean they or you, whoever I'm talking about, but it darn sure ain't me because I don't subscribe to that BS. You know what I mean? And the reality is, it's like anything that they say we should care about, 
It's like, oh, we jump, let's jump on the Nobody's jumping on this WWE bandwagon the way they jumped on the Dove Soap or Papa John's or anything else. But, it's, you know, the reason why, because WWE is, you know, it's, it's one of those untouchable things. You know what I mean? Right up there with ESPN, right up there with, you know, everything else. So it's just one of those things. Now everybody's talking about Kanye West. You know, his new CD is out. Think about it. Everybody was has so much to say about Kanye West, right? You know, this and that, Kanye. But they can't stop listening to Yana Taylor. They can't stop listening to his CD. They can't stop listening to Pusha T. They can't stop listening to Nas. You know, forget the fact this whole, you know, everything has seven songs and people have no idea what kind of symbolism that is, do some research on the uh, Illuminati symbolism of the number seven and just that, what that whole thing means in the Church of Satan. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a whole deep thing. But there's, I hope people don't really think that's like any type of coincidence. Y'all, people care about the wrong things. You know, people can put out clear and obvious and blatant demonic and satanic imagery, but let them say something about slavery, and it's like, oh, my God. Uh, it's like, yo. You know, the dude is calling himself Jesus. Like, y'all think that what he said about slavery is worse than him blaspheming the name of Jesus Christ? It, guess what? It's not. You know what I mean? Not in reality or in, certainly not biblically. You know, I shouldn't say that. Like, the, I, the Bible is reality, but you know what I mean. Not like social media thing compared to someone calling, you know what I mean, blas, blasphemy. So. It, it's so much, guys. It's so, you know, I, mean, I took a few weeks off to relax, but it's so much I got to talk about. One of the things online I talked about, you know, uh, it, it was in my memories. I said this a few years ago. I said when Officer Whitey shoots Tyrone, everybody's got cell phone footage. They got the footage. They got audio recordings, eyewitness accounts of exactly what happened, commentary to go along with the video. I said, but when Tyrone robs, shoots, kills, also Tyrone, nobody in the black community sees a thing. I said, let's stop the BS no snitching rule and stop the hypocrisy. I said that if black lives matter, let's start acting like it. Now, that's not a popular, you know, statement. I posted something the other day. It got, like, uh, you know, close to 200 likes. I post something like that, which is as real as it gets, and it might be a couple of likes. The reality is we don't like to police ourselves. We want to police the police. But when it comes to keeping it real about what we need to improve upon, it, you know what I mean, we, uh, we don't have so much to say. Permit Patty. You know what I'm saying? I mean, can we, before, I mean see, we, we, this whole no snitching thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it's not like I'm, that really happened. That was, I posted that a couple of years ago. But let's look at how many mur- unsolved murders there are in the black community. They just found some. They found somebody's body in a suitcase here in Philly yesterday, or two days ago. Literally, like body parts in a suitcase. Now I'm quite sure somebody knows whose arm that is in there, whose leg that is, or whatever was in there. Could have been a head. I don't know. But I'm pretty sure, like, but that whole no snitching thing, 
is real. But let it become known that a corrupt white police officer murdered someone and cut up their body and put it in a suitcase. Oh, man, you know how many calls there would be? But when when the average Joe Schmo drug dealer, gangbanger, commits a felony or a murder, nobody knows anything, nobody sees anything. Irony is that we, we, we pretend, we're not pretend because in many cases it's real, but we, we will talk about the fear that we have of police, right? You know, I, I'm, I'm afraid to be pulled over. I'm afraid of this and that and being beaten and harassed. But the reality is people aren't really afraid of the cops, not the way they're afraid of snitching on the local neighborhood drug dealer. Because the reality is, yeah, the cop might harass you, the cop might rough you up a little bit, but the, but in reality, we all know, you know, when you that no snitching thing is real, they'll kill you, they'll kill your whole family, they'll kill your dog, and that's where the real fear is. But no one no one talks about that fear. Let let the media tell it. The fear of these white cops is so real. Like I, I I'm afraid to even get in my car and drive down the street. Stop it. You know, I mean, let's you know the the real fear is walking down the through the hood at night. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I'm just I'm not here. Like I get it. I just want y'all to know. Like I understand everything about our culture. You know what I'm saying? I love our culture, but because I love our culture, I cannot stand back and allow certain things to not be spoken on. I cannot allow the hypocrisy to continue. You know, the the Black Lives Matter, everyone's woke, but they're only woke when it pertains to police. Everyone's sleep when it comes to the inner city crime. Permit permit patty. You know, everyone saw a permit. Like she called the cops on the on the on the people because they didn't have a permit for whatever the heck they were doing. Like, who cares? You know what I mean? Like, I've had cops called on me before. Um, was that cool to do? No. You know what I'm saying? No, it wasn't. Was it petty? Yes. But at the end of the day, like, at what point were were those middle-aged white folk really all that friendly to us? Like, certain things, maybe I'm missing something, but unless I'm mistaken, we still live in America, Right? We still live in, in an environment that is historically and systematically racist. I grew up around it. I, I expect that type of stuff. What I don't expect is us to be out here in Washington. I do expect because I know what, what, what it is. But I shouldn't, it shouldn't be a point where we expect that same type of behavior from ourselves. You know? I mean, you can just look at social media. I get handed on by black folk a million times more than anything I've ever experienced from white folk. You know what I mean? Like, it's not even a question. From the negativity, the hatred, the like, everything, crime, like, you know, and that's just my reality. And that's that's not my that's just reality. Now, whether or not people want to admit that reality is a totally different thing. Right? You know, we look at, you know, everyone's, everyone's still talking about this whole, Black Panther phenomenon, which it was a good movie. I did two two back to back specials on it. Check them out if you missed them. 
just Google Black Panther on the Data on Tolbert show. They should both, both come up. Really good shows. I talked about it before I saw it. I talked about it after I saw it to give my analyzation of it. And that's all great, but it's like, think about it. We all watched Black Panther, right? Directed by the same person who, who directed Fruitvale Station, which basically nobody saw. Nobody really watched that. I mean, a few people, but most people didn't watch Fruitvale Station. You know, most people didn't watch Birth of a Nation. But they can't stop praising Pusha T. Like, if you're in the hip-hop community, <clears throat> excuse me, you, you know it. Like, everyone's been talking about this this seven-song classic, this seven-song masterpiece produced by Kanye West. You know, uh, the artist is Pusha T. They're just calling it a, it's like the best album ever. It's, like, it's perfect. Now, now, I listen to the uh, Pusha T. I mean, you know, he's always been a lyricist. He's always had, you know, uh, well, then you put Kanye, the beats of, and production of Kanye West in there. I mean, you know, from a hip-hop standpoint, it's a, it's a good album. You know, rapping about guns, drugs, you know, that whole thing, if, if you're into that type of stuff. But my, and I'm not here to judge people who like Pusha T, but my, my thing is the hypocrisy. You know, if Black Lives Matter, why are we glorifying people who are glorifying drug use and drug dealing? He, <laughs> Pusha He's a drug pusher. That's where his name comes from. Why is he one of the most celebrated artists in our community right now? Someone who makes no apology, doesn't try to hide it. Like, he is glorifying the drug world. Why is that the most popular and most talked about person in black music right now? There are more people talking about Pusha T's album than there are talking about Jay-Z and Beyonce's album. Not that that's any better, but I'm just saying you would think that Jay-Z and Beyonce, two of the biggest entertainers in the world, would be more talked about than a Pusha T album. But it's not. More pe- people are more excited about Pusha T than they are any album about drug dealing. Anyone see a problem with that or is it just me? You know, everyone, like, you know what I mean? everyone just ignores that, like that whole thing, and just goes on about their day. Like it doesn't matter, like it's not a big deal, like it's not hypocritical, like it doesn't go against everything that we as a community want to portray ourselves to be about. You know, I mean, it's, just, it's, it's you know, it's ridiculous. You know, so that that's that. That's my uh, what's going on in the world. As you see, there's a lot, you know, a lot happening. Like I said, I still want to talk about these secret sections. I want to talk about these clowns out here. I'm not going to say any names today, but I, oh, but I, but oh, how I want to. You know what I mean? I, I so want to. I'm not going to though. But there are some real clowns out here, and they know who they are if they're listening. I swear they do. But there are some guys out. I, let me. I get to that. Let me get to that. Because there's some other stuff I want to talk about before I before I get there. But can I can I talk about Drake for a quick second before I get off of this this entertainment stuff? And it kind of it kind of ties in because we are seeing a shift, and we we've seen a shift in masculinity. We've seen a a the dissolution of testicles. You know, you know what I mean? The 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 uh, backbones are being taken away. We have men, grown men out here calling LeBron James. Bron Bron. We have grown men out here calling LeBron James king. 
I got to pause on that. I got to take a stop. It's, I, like I said, maybe I'm a different type of guy, you know, with different type of values, but I can't call another man king, right? I mean, I, I just can't. There's nothing in me that can do that, King James. I can't do that. How, how, if you're a grown man, we don't, we don't have, there's no one who was our king. We don't, we don't live in an African society when there are actual, where there are actual kings. You know, we're not in England where it's like the queen of England and, you know, maybe eventually, uh, what, King Charles, I'm, I'm assuming he'll be, I believe. But, you know, there is, we don't have that. Jesus Christ should be the only king that you acknowledge. You know, unless I'm missing something, like what what part of the game is is calling another man your king or or a king? Let, let, you know I mean? let me know. Someone tell me something. I don't understand it. Another thing that I don't I can't understand is this whole Drake phenomenon. Like we're just seeing different. Uh, like I would even prefer the Pusha T. Like back in the day, you had Biggie, you had Nas, you had Tupac. You know, you had all types of people. You know, even you had people like Onyx and, and Public Enemy, like real men. Now, you might not necessarily agree with what they had going on, even two live crew, people like that. Like, they were men, though. They weren't dressing feminine. They were they were smashing chicks. They were, you know what I mean, even Luke or, or, or Nelly, Tip Drill. Like, and I'm not advocating that type of stuff. But at the end, but at the end of the day, they were men. They were masculine. Right? We, they were not like... Little Uzi, these weirdos wearing tight jeans, you know, calling LeBron, Bron, Bron, Drake, you know, every song he comes out with is sensitive, you know, doing dances. I can't support that. It's like everything is changing. You know, I, I'm talking about, there's this song that I'm sure you guys know, from what I understand, it's the number one song in the country. It's called, what, In My Feelings, and now they have the, the In My Feelings Challenge, where they have all these men and women doing this, you know, this dance. They're making heart shapes with their with their hands. I can't support that. I cannot. I'm not doing these dances. I'm not. I mean, I might do it, you know, messing around with my little daughter or something, playing around, like, when nobody's around. You know, no, I, I'm, I don't even do it then. You know what I mean? I'm just saying, you see what I'm saying? Like, I would never post a video or even make a video doing something crazy like that. You know what I mean? I'm laughing because, like, I can't even imagine myself doing something like that. You know, like, certain stuff you just do, like, just to be funny, like, it's so stupid, it's, like, funny, and you joke about it with the people you're closest to. But not, like, there are men actually really doing this stuff. Fruitcakes out here. You know, but, again, it goes back to the, 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 the eggheads, you know, up in the back room, the secret rooms, you know, where there, uh, where there, it, it's that's the agenda. There's obviously the agenda of the race war, but then there's also the agenda of the feminization of the black man. You know, we put him in jail, we, we turn him into a, you know, a, a homosexual, you know, and then uh, it just the black family goes downhill from there, and that's been the the formula. You know, all this stuff, these these trends, all this stuff is by design. 
people just sit back and like turn on the news and they see what happens and they assume that that's just they're just going with the flow and they're just living life. No, but they're actually being programmed like robots, and they don't even realize it. You know, what else is going on? I wrote, and this is kind of unrelated, but one of the things I find interesting is Kylie Jenner is on track to become the youngest billionaire. They say she currently has a net worth of $900 million. That's that's just really interesting to me. I'm not, you know, I'm not hating on her. I'm not knocking it. I'm never, I've never been one to, you know, count other people's money. I mean, if that's what she's doing, if people, you know, uh, love that makeup gloss, I think they said she, I mean, I saw a headline a few years ago. It was like when her lip gloss came out, it was like, she made something like twenty million in twenty minutes, or something crazy like that. You know what I mean? Like when it dropped, like that's what the profit was from. Like it sold out in like twenty minutes, and the profit from that just just that one shipment was like twenty minutes, something crazy. You know, and I find that to be interesting. One thing that I'll say about that is, um, ladies, you know, I'm not like I, said, I don't mind the lip glosses, I don't mind a little bit of makeup, but at the end of the day, you know, you want to present yourself to be classy, you know, because what I'm about to talk about is a lack of class, an increase of ass, you know, secret social media sex groups. But we got to talk about, we're going to talk about that. We got to talk about the bait. My daughter, we, I take my daughter and my son, my family to this, uh, this, this, this pool, I mean, this um, park, and they allow fishing. She said, Daddy, Daddy, my daughter says, Daddy, you know, can you, I want to go fishing. Can you, you know, show me how to fish? And I said, cool, yeah, we could do that. You know, my dad taught me how to fish back in the day. I said, cool, we could do that. You know, but I got to teach her about the bait, you know, the bait that, to catch the fish. And the, what's going on out here is, you know, on social media, yeah, there are a lot of thirsty dudes out here. But you got to ask yourself, what's attracting those thirsty dudes? You know, is it the ass being out? I mean, I don't know. Maybe you know what I mean? Possibly. You know, is it the cleavage? Is it the videos? Is it the Instagram? Is it these ridiculous Snapchat filters and things like that? I mean, probably so. You know, so you got to look at you know, leave the Fenty alone. What's that? Rihanna's new. She had a makeup line. Kylie Jenner got the Maybelline. Like, all right, leave that stuff alone and embrace your natural beauty. Just be beautiful, you know what I mean? You can be natural. You don't have to have the, the weeds and the, 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 you know what I'm saying, the the crazy, what's that, the crazy cat, the cat eyes, uh, eyeliner, y'all do. That, that's so ugly. No disrespect. No disrespect, ladies, okay? But that's very ugly, okay? That's not, that's not attractive. Like, you know what I'm talking about. Like, you know what I'm saying? You, you put the eyeliner and you just draw a little line to kind of make your eyes, you know, I don't know what y'all are doing, but that is very unattractive, okay? That's not, like, I don't know what these guys are telling you or, or if they're telling you anything, but, like, if you do that, it looks weird. Just be regular. Just, like, wear regular makeup, you know what I mean? Like, and I don't, I'm not here to, like, you know, make friends or, you know, um, you know, sugarcoat. Like, there's so much stuff that women think is sexy, there's so much stuff that women think is attractive. They, they oh, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna put this makeup on my eyes to make it look, make me look like a cat. I'm like, you look crazy. 
you know, and they, but, but they want to, well, why are, why are all these men, why do they only want to text? How come nobody wants to take me out on a real date? Because you look crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? You look weird. You, you know what I mean? You do that. You got the, tight, the tights on. You got the boobs out. And you got the crazy eyeliner on. You know, like, what else is there to do? Like, yo, I need her to even get her back to the crib. Like, I can't be seen with you. Now, I'm saying this stuff. This is me saying this. I'm a 40-year-old married man, father of two. But trust and believe, there, it was not so long ago I was out in the world seeing this stuff. And I know how men uh, respond to uh, that type of attire. But let's talk about it, though. Let's talk about some of these, these weirdos. Are. Not the women. But the, the, these weirdos, these guys, these fake middle-aged or even just old wannabe players who are targeting young girls for sex. Right, I, I, gotta, I just thought of something. If you, I'm binge, I'd like to keep you up to date on what I'm watching. I'm binge-watching binge uh, this show, and I'm really mad at y'all. Nobody told me about that show, The Killing, okay, on Netflix. That show is crazy. All right, and I don't, I don't, I'm on, I just finished season one, and I'm thinking that I'm, if y'all watch, you know what I'm talking about, but I just finished season one, and I was about to make a point about older men targeting young girls, but because I haven't seen, I just finished season one, as you know, if you watch it, you, we still don't even know what happened, you know what I mean, after season one, so don't say anything, nobody tagged me, nobody talked to me about what happens after it, because I still don't know who killed this young girl, nobody tell me anything. But there are a lot of psychos, a lot of weirdos, a lot of clowns. What they do, let's talk about what's going on. Now, who am I talking about first? We're talking about these, because there's a lot of different types of guys. There are divorced guys, guys who were married for 10 years, you know, out here looking for sex on social media. They were really cornballs back in the day. Like, they had no game. You ever meet one of those men who who could never really approach a woman with confidence, but now in the age of social media, they they feel like they can do it and say anything? That's what we're seeing. And you can always spot them. You can always point them out. See, back in the day, like the guys and the guys who know me know this. Like I was like, and I'm not even trying to boast. I'm not trying to be braggadocious about it, but I was that guy, and the fellas who know me know I could go out and would go out to a club or a lounge or wherever, look a woman in her face, ask her a few questions, have a conversation with her, and I'm getting her number. So I'm going to do the same thing with somebody else. And I, before the night was over, I'd have five or six numbers from beautiful women. And that's just how I live. That's what kind of guy, like, that's, I just had that ability to, to talk to people. But now, and I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that's right or anything, but I'm just saying now we have these weirdos out here who if they tried anything remotely close to that, they would get smacked, they would get laughed at, they would get their feelings hurt. So now what these guys do is it, it's a new age where all, you, all they think you have to do is just compliment. Oh, my gosh, you look so sexy. Oh, my God, I would drink your bath water. Damn, girl. Oh, my God, damn, you look so good. Damn, oh, my. Like, that's, what, that's, where, that's what we are, where we're at in 2018. These weirdos, they have no confidence, no game, no ability to converse with them. So all they can do is like a picture, heart shape the picture, leave comments under the thread on the picture talking about how sexy they are. Fellas, that's not game. 
that makes you a clown. That makes you a loser. All these flirtatious comments, you know, telling a woman who's half naked because of her self-esteem how sexy she is, that doesn't make you cool. Not only does it not make you cool, it's not going to necessarily, although sometimes it plays a part, but it doesn't necessarily mean she's going to give you the ass. So all it really does is it makes you look stupid. Like, what am I talking about? And, and, the, and a lot of ladies and even the fellas may not know what I'm talking about, but because I have a lot, you know, I, I'm, I'm on social media, I'm, I'm, people just add me in the group. Some groups, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm just in, but I don't participate in. Some I just kind of sit back and look so I can kind of do shows, you know, like the one I'm doing right now. But I see a lot. And it's really disgusting. You know, I, I shouldn't say that because people do what they do. They're grown. Like if you want to hook up with somebody, cool. But my issue is you got married guys out here targeting these young 18-year-old girls, 19-year-old girls, and, you know, you look crazy. And I want to say, and the problem with it is, is, ladies, a lot of it is because of not having a father telling you that you're beautiful growing up, not having positive influences in your life. A lot of women nowadays, a lot of these young women, are susceptible to these older men, in many cases, who are old enough to be their father, you know, so you find these 19-year-old girls having sex with 50-year-old men just because he said, you're beautiful. You know, that's why my daughter could wake up first thing in the morning, the hair looking all crazy. Guess what? You're still beautiful. You know, the reality is we have to, we need more fathers telling these young girls that they're beautiful at home so that these young girls don't have to go on social media looking for affirmation and attention. Because really that's what it is, these ridiculous cat eyes, the boobs out, the asses out. You know, it's all just a cry for help. It's all a cry for attention. Nobody really wants to dress like that, but they have been conditioned to believe that that's what these men want, and that is their ticket to that white picket fence lifestyle that they've dreamed of since they were a child. But the sad part about it is is that, you know, attention is not and will never be a substitute for genuine uh, interest. Okay? We have, and let me just say this too, a lot of these guys are, are, are closet homosexuals. And I did a show many years ago uh, entitled uh, How to Recognize a Man on the DL. You may, that show is timeless. Go back and look that show. It was many years ago. Uh, I don't remember who I did it with. It might have been with Gerald Howard. It might have been, you know what I'm saying, with Courtney. I'm not sure. But it might have been by myself. No, it was with somebody. But I forget who it was. But it's a lot of guys out here who are, you know, they are playing a certain role to hide, you know, the fact that they're, they're, they're uh, gay, they're fruitcakes, okay? And that's, I mean, that, that's very, and I know a lot of these guys who they are, they know who they are, but it's like they, but then they go into these groups and they try to put on this alter ego, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, let me just tell you, 
I don't do that. I don't know who people think I am, but I don't do that. And, and I'm in those. People say, well, why are you? You're a married man, Dayton. What are you doing in that group? Go in the group and find out. You know what I'm saying? You see my result. See, I'm not trying to have sex with none of these hoes. You know what I mean? Because that's what they are. They're hoes. I mean, if you, if you read any of the comments, you see, and they're straight hoes. I got into it with this young woman a few days ago. She was, she was saying, you know, yeah, I, it's nothing wrong with having sex. I said, sweetheart, you're better than that. You don't have to have sex. You don't have to give your body to man. Well, who are you to tell me what I should be doing and this and that? I said, all I'm telling you is you should respect yourself. Like, you don't have to be a hoe. Like, you don't have to just give your body to random dudes. I said, your body is a temple. You don't have to, you know, do that. Well, I, well what, do you, what do you know and this and that? So, and so my, my thing is that's how I'm, I'm trying to uplift people. I try to encourage people, you know, whether that's in the Friends of the Dayton Tolbert Show group or whether that's in some of these other sex groups out here. And I, when I say, I want people to understand, because if you're not in there, you, don't, you might not have any idea. There are groups, guys. I'm not even going to say any of the groups. I don't want to put any groups out there. But there are many groups that, and so let me just be clear. Some of y'all are in the Friends of the Dayton Tolbert Show group, you know, which is a Christian group. You know what I mean? As well as these other sex groups, and y'all be wilding out, but I'm not here to judge. I'm not, you know what I mean? But the group is, the, the, the point of the group is to hook up. You know what I mean? So you might have somebody, a woman post a, a, a meme, you know, of how she likes to be made love to. You know, hey, what's the best, what do y'all think about this? And all the guys come on the thread talking about something with their favorite position, like stuff like that. And next thing you know, it's like, oh, word, oh, you, oh, you can do that, or you can suck it like that, oh, word, okay. So that's when the inbox is, and I'm like I said, that's what goes on. They meet up, they hook up. Oh, where are you at? What city are you in? Okay, I'll be out there next week. All right, cool, we can hook up. What's your number? You know, I'm not knocking. The reality is, all I'm saying is, you have if, and here's the whole thing. It's it's if, if your goal is love, right? If your goal is love, if your goal is family, happiness, you got, you know what I mean? That's not the way to go about it because the guys, it's weird. Like women will say, I want love. But then they're in these groups while and now until they get love. But the reality is you're not going to get love until you get out of those groups and stop behaving like that. Because what we have here is it's, it, no, it's all fake. You know, we have fake. And y'all know how it goes. A lot of these profile pictures are fake, Right? The, the information is all hidden, if it's there at all. You know, there's no real information. There's no, like, cation. There's no background, what, how old you are, what school you went. There's none of that. It's just like a picture. Y'all know how it goes. But yet, if, if the person wants to really get to know you or about you, then that's where the inbox is, and y'all can set up how you want to set it up. But that's what you see, a lot of fake profiles. Then you see a lot of naked or provocative pictures. Um, and then the group administrators, in many cases, will have these meetups, right? And the meetups are, you know, whether it's Jamaica or, you know, a, a, you know, a location that's central to where a lot of the group members are, you know, D.C. or Atlanta or someplace like that, whether, you know, it be swingers. Like, I see a lot of stuff. I could tell you all so much stuff. You know what I mean? Who remembers that show I did many years ago with the with the swingers on there? 
I had a show. I had like probably like three or four swinger couples on. You know what I'm saying? That, that show is crazy. You know, check it out. It's, it's on this in the archive somewhere. Just Google swingers. And, um, you know, the sex trips, the meetups, the inboxes, the DMs, you know. One of the things I said online the other day was I said, substitute looking for love in the beds of men for seeking it in the arms of God. Just swap those two things out. Because these men are, 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 are predatory. Like, I'm talking about married men who are predators. You know, married men who love just, I mean, grown-ass men, 50 years old, 60 years old, targeting these young girls for sex, teen, 19, I mean, it should be ashamed of themselves and got the audacity, (laughs) you know what I mean, got the audacity to try to come at me for trying to encourage these girls and warn them against those types of dudes. They got me twisted. You know what I mean? Grow, older, old men. You know? But that's what's going on out here, if you didn't know. Like, if you see a lot of these guys and you see, um, you know what I'm saying, if their profile might be fake or, you know what I mean, it's obvious it's not like their real or only profile, chances are they got a whole wife, they got kids. People probably listen and say, oh, they not, what are you doing? You, you know what I'm saying? Hey, listen, call me. You got a problem with me, you know, talking about the game and what's going on? Let me know. Hit me up. But the reality is, you know, these 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 young girls are being fed lies. You know, they're being fed a uh, a, a a fantasy. This of of oh, you know, this guy is just single. He's like fifty five and single, forty and single. He's never been married. You know, I live in Texas. He lives in, you know, California. But we're going to meet up at this at this get-together sponsored by this administrator of a sex group, and we're going to, you know, hit it off and live happily ever after. You know, yeah, I'll give him the ass on the, the first day I meet him, obviously. But that's, you know, we're going to keep in contact. And, you know, like who are listening to this show historically have been people who I don't necessarily always have to – like, they get it a lot of times. Uh, but you'd be surprised how many people. Like, I don't. I know sometimes it feels like I'm preaching to the choir, but you'd be surprised how many people do exactly what I just said and have the exact same uh, mentality. They have that same, they live life in that fantasy. There are people out here, there are women out here who have had sex with, like, 50 people and are still counting. And will and will argue me like this just happened. There are and and, not, and I want you to, let me listen. A lot of y'all are in the Friends of the Data on Tobacco Show group. I think it's important to, for people to know how that group even got started to begin with. Is new, but I've been doing this for this whole social media thing for many 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 years over a decade. You know, longer than that, going all the way back to College Club and Black Planet and and my space and, you know, things like that. Like, this is nothing new. But I've been getting kicked. I've been getting attacked. I've been getting kicked out of these, these same types of groups and unfriended for, for decades. And I'm young. You know what I mean? But for many, many years, 
for exactly what I'm talking about right now. And, you know, talking to people who obviously don't respect their bodies and say, hey, look, there's a better way. There's a different way. You know, you don't have to give your body away to, to, to different, you know, to random dudes, you know what I mean, for acceptance, for affirmation. You don't have to do that. Hey, it's not really a good look to have slept with 30, 40 dudes and you still, you know what I mean, not keeping your legs. Like, that's not a good look for many different reasons. And they will argue me down, and that, you know, and that's when, and what happens is the, you know, you know how it goes, then the, uh, you know, the people swarm to their defense, they all attack from different, and I don't care, I'm sitting back watching TV, playing with my dog, while it, it doesn't bother me, but that's when the admins come out of nowhere, oh, you've been warned, and this and that, and eventually I'm just like, who do you think you talk? and then, you know, and then I get kicked out to do it, next thing I try to comment, and then, you know, I'm no longer... But, but that's how, that's one of the things that made me say, you know what, let me go ahead and start my own group. But I still venture out, you know, and not at all to say, you know, compare myself at all to Jesus. But, I mean, at the end of the day, isn't that what we as Christians are supposed to do? You know, not just preach, preach to the choir to a certain extent, but to venture out into the sex groups, to venture out into the world, to spread the gospel, to to try to encourage those who need encouraging. You know, and, and and the reality is like we see people. Everyone is like on this mission to be accepted, right? Nobody doesn't want to be accepted. Nobody doesn't want to be not popular. You know, so if you if you and what we and what we have is it's become increasingly unpopular to speak about things on social media from a biblical standpoint. Now if we're talk whether we're talking about politics, whether we're talking about relationships, anything, race relations, if you bring God into it, like now we're seeing all these weirdos who is like, Oh, you talking about God, these weirdos who uh, they're spiritual but not religious, or or they're this and they're that, or you know what I mean. It's all these other things coming out of these this man-made crap. Oh, I'm woke. That soon that's going to be its own religion. Uh, crazy stuff. But nobody wants to mention Jesus, and now because I've seen it, I've 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 literally seen it transform with my own eyes. When I first got on Facebook, would you believe that that like? Everybody, like, I, I love to take credit for it because I seem to be the only person really doing it right now. Shout out to Wes, my frat brother. He does it. But, like, it's only, like, one or two people who wake up first thing in the morning and post the Bible verse. But when I first started doing it, I've been doing it for about 10, 15 years, but when I first started doing it, there were tons of people who did it. I didn't just start doing it. Like, oh, let me just start doing this. I saw other people doing it. I was like, okay, that's cool. I respect it. I like to do that too. But now nobody does it. Literally, like not not that I see. You know what I mean? And it's like, what's happening? Not only are people not expressing themselves spiritually through social media, but they are it's like they're distancing themselves from anyone because that, because what happens is politics is what's that's like the end thing right now. All of a sudden, you know, Obama is no longer everyone wants to be political. So it's like if you're not talking about politics, 
for most, you're not cool. Like in order to be cool, you have to have a certain view regarding Donald Trump and everything that's going on politically. You got to love Obama and hate Trump. That's what you got to do to be, in order to be cool. And so what we have here is, you know, in these sex groups, if if you venture to to talk about anything outside of it or anything that contradicts that, hey, respecting yourself, this is what the Bible says. Oh no, you you're kicked out, you're ostracized, and that's it. One of the things I said on social media, and this was this was pretty popular, got a lot of thumbs up. I said, ladies, no matter what social media says, class, dignity, and self-respect will never go out of style. That's a fact. You know, because what happens, like I said, you know, even the fashion trends. Even the fashion trends have shifted to the point where hoish is like slutty is like the new in. Like you can't. It's like it didn't used to be like that. Like back in the day, it was like the the the, the I'll put it like this. The the most like uh, scantily clad you would see would be like a, a short black freakum dress. It wasn't people walking around like actual prostitutes. It wasn't like the, the, the fishnet. It wasn't, you know what I mean, breasts all out. It would be like, all right, the skirt might be a little short or something like that. But, but now it's like a competition to see who can dress most like a street walker. Like that's the, the competition. That's the fashion, that's the bar that fashion has been set at now. How less, how few clothes can you wear? You know, and it's no surprise that's why we're seeing, you know, more and more African American women being single. That's why we're seeing more kids growing up in single parent homes, more babies being born out of wedlock. These dudes are seeing the fishnet, they're seeing the booze, and like, damn, let me just hit that one good time and then keep it moving. You know, in fact, just to be even more real, damn, let me just hit that one good time raw. And let me let me have uh, let me you know ends up having a baby. He didn't give a damn about the woman to begin with. So I swear to y'all, if y'all think I'm lying, I will upload the the conversation. I I deal with these cars. I'm a car dealer as well. So this was like what's today Thursday. This was like Tuesday. I'm literally in the Uber, going to pick up a car, and I got it on tape. It's on my phone right now. Maybe I will upload the video. I mean the audio for y'all. I like to record these conversations, probably illegal or whatever, but it is what it is. But this lady, this Uber driver, shout out to her if she's just randomly listening. But we were just having a random Uber conversation. And this is crazy. She'd been married to the dude for 20 years. Same exact thing that we're talking about. She was like, she's been with him 20 years. Heavy set woman, not that that matters, but heavy set woman. She can kind of tell she has some insecurities. Um, she was with the dude for 20 years, married. And she's talking about she's about to leave him. I'm like, dang, I'm sorry to hear that. Cause I, I think, matter of fact, it was my anniversary. And I said, yeah, it was my actual anniversary. Oh, congratulations. She's like, yeah, well, yours is uh, going strong. Mine is ending. I was like, dang, I'm sorry to hear that. What happened? She's like, you know, some things I can forgive, some things I can't. I said, well, you know, what do you, what do? You do? Ah, he, he cheated. I'm like, dang, you know, I'm sorry to hear that. And I said, has he been cheating? It was like a one-time thing. She's like, nah, he you know, he's been cheating. I don't, I, don't I don't know if he's been cheating, but he had a baby. She was like, I know that. I was like, dang, a baby? 
I said, Cam, that's crazy. I said, well, how? Like, what happened? She's like, he went away, and, 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 you know, on a trip, had sex with this chick, and, uh, you know, had a baby. And the baby's over there. The woman is over there. And she, um, I guess he's been sending money, and I think he went back over there a couple times. And she just found out about it recently, within the last year. And she was, her main thing was that he was uh, really, he wasn't really, I mean, he was apologetic, but he didn't, he doesn't want to talk about it. He, he just wants to kind of act like it never happened. And so, yeah, maybe, I, maybe that would be like a, a Friends of the Day on Tober Show exclusive. I'll, I'll upload the conversation. It was like a, maybe like a 20-minute conversation I had with this young woman. I, I felt really bad for her. And, I, and she didn't know anything about the fact that I'm a counselor, talk show host, none of that. She, this is just a regular conversation. I don't know, people just might just like talking to me. So comfortable talking because we had like an actual long conversation, and um, but yeah, that's my point, you know. And that not to say that she played any role in that, but I'm just saying, you know, a lot of times, ladies, how you get these guys will be a direct, uh, you know, influence on how things will go. Like what am I talking about? I'm, I know a lot of women. One woman in particular, I'm thinking about. She was single for a long time, dealing with these different dudes, social media, going on these trips and all these little vacations, posting bikini shots, this and that, always having a good time. She meets this dude. They end up, you know, I don't know if you want to call it together or what, but, you know, now he's cheating and now she's trying to figure out why is he cheating and she thought they had something. But the reality is, ladies, you can't, see, you want a man to respect you, you have to respect yourself. Not only do you have to respect yourself, but you have to present yourself in a respectable manner. And not even just a respectable manner, because a lot of women might be saying, well, they don't, you know, you can't, I'm not a hoe. I don't have sex with a lot of dudes. I'm not dressing half naked. I don't do all that stuff. Why are these guys targeting me for sex? I get that question a lot. One of the things you have to understand is that if he's not looking at you as a wife, he's looking at you as a freak, as a friend with benefits, as a sex potential sex partner. So if you're traveling and going to all these different events, white party this, black party that, going to Mexico, going to Cancun, you're always on the go, guess what you're not? You know, what you're not going to be looked at is as a future wife. We want a, a woman who's stable. And I'm not telling you how to live your life. I'm not saying you shouldn't live life while you're single. But I'm just saying if you present yourself in a manner on social media that indicates you're always on the go, that means why would I want to try to take you out of that and make you a wife? A man is just going to see that and be like, okay, she's always on the go. Cool. Let me just have sex with her on the go. I'm on the go to see this chick. I'll be just stopped by her crib and we'll hook up and I'll keep it moving. That's not, you're not stable. A lot of women don't get that. A lot of women went down to Essence, and I'm not knocking that. Go have fun at Essence. Go down there. Have a great time. But Essence, the Essence Festival is, is where uh, the movie Girls Trip was filmed. Now, if you saw my, if, and I'll be honest with you, I've done, I'm looking at this thing now. I, it's saying I did over 2,300 uh, shows so far and over the last 10, 10 11 years. And, but out of all the shows I've done, that probably would be one of the most important ones, the show I did on Girls Trip, because it really epitomized 
you know, the different types of women, many different types of women that we have out here. The, the, I did an in-depth analyzation of the Jada Pinkett character, the Queen Latifah character, the Tiffany, especially the Tiffany Haddish character, the Regina Hall character, and, and you'd be surprised how many single women in today's society fit into one of those categories, and, exp- and none, of their, none of them were happy. None of those situations worked out like they wanted it to, and there's a reason for that. So, you know, you just got to gotta be – put yourself into a, 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 a space where a man can view you as his future wife. So I'm not going to talk your ears off today um, if I haven't already. But there's a video circulating on social media that I really liked. I shared it. Um, it was the, the, the video of the, the father, the young girl, like a little girl dancing kind of provocatively, and the man was just standing there with his arms crossed looking at the girl. And as, as she saw him staring, she stopped what she was doing, you know, because she understood that that's not what she was supposed to be doing. She understood that her father would not be pleased with that. But my question to society is, where are all the fathers that are supposed to be there to give that look? Because all the little girls will try it. My daughter's tried it. You know what I mean? And that's trying them. That's what kids do. Trying it is not the problem. Every child is going to try. They're going to lie to their parents. They're going to try to steal some cookies out the cookie jar. They're going to do something. They're going to talk back. That's not the problem. The problem and the question is how are we as parents responding to it? Do you give them that look of disapproval to the point where they know, I better stop this quick, fast, and in a hurry? Or is there no one there to give that look, and they just keep doing what they were doing at 6, at 7, and then at 37? Problem. That's the challenge that we have as mothers and fathers. You know, take our community back. Take our kids back from the streets, from the TV, from social media, from Instagram, from Snapchat. Because let if you let the, the world control the kids who will ultimately become adults, they're trying to poison us. Their agenda is to poison us. Go into these sex groups because I'm going to keep doing it. I don't, I don't care about chastisement, okay? Y'all must not know me if you think I care about any of that stuff. I'm who I am, you know, on in person, on social media, in the Friends of the Data on Tolbert Show group, in the sex group. I'm going to be talking that same stuff. Ladies, respect your bodies. Keep it classy. That's just me. That's just who I am. If you don't like that, you know what I mean? Don't you can tune me out, but that's who I am. That's what I do. And I'm saying we need more people to do that, you know, from a mother's standpoint, from a father's standpoint, from a Christian standpoint. You know, so I want to thank you all for listening in. I want to uh, ask you all to follow me on social media, uh, Ask State On on YouTube, subscribe, uh, Facebook.com slash State On Tolbert. Everything is Date On Tolbert, Instagram. Um, you know, I'm still doing the relationship counseling, 30-minute uh, consultations free. Everyone's 855-55-Date On. Call me, email me, Ask State On at Gmail. Um, you know, add yourself to the friends of Data on Tolbert. I mean, it, that that is a, I love that group. It's not perfect, but 
you know, it, it is not a sex group. It's not a hookup group. We can talk about whatever we want to talk about in there, but just in a classy, respectful manner. And I want to just give a shout-out, you know, to the women in there. Um, you know, the women, not the women who are in there, but, but also the women who have consistently been in there over the, the many years. Um, you know, it's, it's, not, um, it's not easy to go against the grain of the world and remain classy in a, in a world full of hoes, in a world full of fake wannabe clown players, predatory players. It's not easy to remain classy or godly. So I just want to give a shout-out to, you know, the people who've been around, and they know who they are, you know, who continue to listen to the show, the, the, the one of the, you know, original podcasts, you know, if not the longest-running podcast in, in the country, you know. Um, so I want to thank you all for that support. And uh, Facebook Live, I see you guys listening there. Some people, they'll listen in. They won't give no thumbs up. <laughs> they'll be tuned in like a mug, but they won't give no th- Hey, listen, that's cool, too. I appreciate it. Let, continue listening with the with the what they call it, the Rudy Tootie Fresh and Fruity sunglasses on. Say, nah, I'm not listening to that. I'm listening secretly. I'm not gonna listen on Facebook Live. I'm gonna listen after it's over. You know what I mean? From my laptop, so he can't see it. You know I mean? Like if you got to do all that, <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't even worry about it. But no, I, I appreciate the support, guys. And uh, I'll be. I'm, I'm not sure if I'll be back next Thursday or not, but. Um, so I got a vacation coming up. Like I said, my daughter's birthday this week. We got a vacation coming up, so I'll be around. But y'all know what it is. I'll be back in a little bit. So thank y'all for listening, and I will see y'all next time. You don't have-